sweet mercy, it has been exactly 23 hours since the United States fell on their face in Costa Rica last night in World Cup qualifying. It has been 23 hours. How in the world is Jurgen Klinsmann still the manager of the U.S. men's national team? How is that possible, Sunil Golati, the man who runs U.S. soccer? How is that physically possible? It's been 23 hours since the U.S. gets off to their worst imaginable start in a hex to qualify for the World Cup out of CONCACAF, and he's still our manager? Yesterday's game against Costa Rica was a disgrace. A 4-0 loss. Look, we lose. It happens. Lost to Mexico. We'll talk a little bit about that just a few days ago. By the way, pretty good game against the Mexicans. That I can live with. I can't live with the misery and the disgraceful performance the U.S. put out against Costa Rica yesterday under Jurgen Klinsmann's quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes now, which is bad radio, quote-unquote leadership. How in the world is he still the boss of the U.S. national team today? Now, I understand it, it may be the end for Jurgen. Finally, finally, soccer journalists around America have joined joined up with me. I've been, you know, I'm two years ahead of everybody, which is no great surprise, right? I always am. But I've been calling for Jurgen Klinsmann to be out for a while now after the uh, the mess that was 2014's World Cup. I'm not talking about performance. I'm talking about the way he handled himself before, during, and after. I've been calling for a year going to be gone for a while. now. They, coaches should not last more than one cycle in World Cup play unless you win the World Cup. Otherwise, thank you for your service. Let's shake hands. You're gone. Why is this difficult for people now? All of a sudden, now everybody's finally on. I still saw, I think it was someone from the New York Times, I still saw somebody trying to give me the, well, but who are you going to replace him? You better have somebody better to replace him. It doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter. I got a cross-eyed cat at home that could coach the U.S. national team to losses just like Jurgen Klinsmann's doing. What's the difference? What is the difference? Don't give me this. Yeah, but you got to have somebody better in mind and, and in place. Why? Kick a soccer ball. Hit somebody with it. Hire them. There's no difference at this point. He's lost it. He's lost the team. Clearly. They rolled over against Costa Rica in Costa Rica yesterday. Absolutely rolled over. And that's on the coaching. You know why? Because I look at this roster. Everybody then says, well, Denholm, this team's terrible. Really? Really? This is a team loaded with guys who are playing fantastic club football this year. Brad Guzan had to step in for Tim Howard. He got injured versus Mexico. Okay, Guzan's been on the bench at Middlesbrough in the Premiership. He hasn't gotten a game much this year. I get that. He's not completely sharp. But it really wasn't Brad Guzan's fault we lost to Costa Rica. Maybe you could say Bobby Wood is not at the height of his powers because Hanover is terrible in Germany right now in the Bundesliga. And he's struggling because of it. But he had a goal against Mexico. Looked very good. The rest of that starting lineup Jurgen Klinsmann put out against Costa Rica has been playing fantastic for their clubs. He picked the right guys. But he's lost them. And I'll tell you, it started the game before. Let's get back to it, the Mexico game, right? The Dos Acero. 
We go to Columbus so we can beat Mexico dos a cero every time. Yeah, well, the U.S. is now cero y dos. And it started against Mexico just days ago. Mexico is good. There is no shame in losing to Mexico. Mexico, and are you listening to me really good here when I say this? Five minutes into the show. Mexico can win the World Cup in 2018. They're good. But so are we. And you knew it was going to be a good game, no matter what. I know Mexico's had their problems in Columbus. The Dos Aceros, the reason we play there against them. But they're a good team, and they're a much better team than they have been over the last probably three years. Juan Carlos Osorio, former MLS coach as well, is doing a good job. I know, look, Mexico will change their coaches like they change their underwear. They don't care. But Osorio's doing a good job. I know people are questioning him at times. He got thumped in Copa America. I get it. It happens. We're not talking about one game here for Jurgen Klinsmann that changes my mind. But in, in the Mexico game, I liked what Jurgen Klinsmann did with the 3-5-2 coming out. I saw the lineup. I loved the selection of the players. I thought, you know what? I like that these guys could fit in the 3-5-2 potentially. I see a little bit of danger there, though, with Jones and Bradley playing too deep. Turned out I was right. But I like the thought of it. I don't like the thought of trying to make changes like that against Mexico in your first qualifier. There's no need for that. I did want to praise him for the people he had chose, the players he chose for that 3-5-2, especially if Christian Pulisic could handle being in the middle of that 3-5-2, the center midfielder. Well, against Mexico in the first 20 minutes, Christian Pulisic was lost. He's a fine player. He's going to be a world-class player. He's 18, and he's a stud. I get it. Doesn't take anything away from who he is, what I'm about to tell you. He was terrible to start the game against Mexico. He caused the, the U.S. to lose complete shape. He, he was way too high up the pitch, and Bradley and Jones were instructed to stay deeper. It caused a massive gaping hole in the middle. It essentially, because Christian Pulisic could not handle it, turned into a 3-2-2-3, three, two, two, three, with the 2-2 two, two being way out on the wings and nothing in the middle. No ball possession whatsoever. You saw it. It was dreadful. Utterly dreadful. So Christian Pulisic killed us in the first 20 minutes of that. But here's why I don't like what Jurgen Klinsmann did. Jurgen, you got to recognize that with your coaching staff way sooner than you did. They didn't make changes till late in the first half. And only at the imploring of their players who were begging him. They clearly weren't comfortable. Pulisic was lost. It caused the total team devol- devolution of shape. And it essentially cost us a 1-0 lead, and that cost us the game, as it turns out. The U.S. were able to get back into it in the second half. Played very well. I thought the second half was good. I thought it was a good game. Yes, Rafa Marquez scored the winner, and, and there's nobody more disgusting to me than Rafa Marquez. So that hurt. But Mexico deserved it. They played well, too. They had chances. We had chances. It was a great game in the second half. It was given away to Mexico in the first half by Jurgen Klinsmann not recognizing tactical changes that needed to be made quicker. And for the record, like I said, I praised him for the tactical changes to begin with, assuming he had this team ready to play that way. But that was my mistake. Hey, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, at Talk Soccer, we can break this down. We're going a long way on this Jurgen stuff. There's uh, not much else to talk about, honestly. Uh, got a tweet from uh, Pocho. 
he should be replaced by a fresh coach and have Donovan as an assistant. Well, hey, why not? I like the idea of replacing him. I can't believe we're 23 hours and 8 minutes plus 28 minutes and 30 seconds, 31 seconds, 30 since the Costa Rica nightmare. And how is Jurgen Klinsmann still our manager? Goodbye, Jurgen. It's always a recipe for disaster to bring a coach back to it for a second cycle. We saw it with Bruce Arena. Nobody wants to remember this. My good buddy Keith Costigan, who I work with over at Fox Soccer, pointed it out on Twitter yesterday. Even Bruce Arena was awful in the second go-round. Nobody remembers 2006 because always, we always fall in love with 2002 and what Bruce Arena did. Fine coach, but it's, you're just there too long, and Jurgen's been here too long. And we can't wait any longer. I know our next matches aren't until March. Get somebody in there now. We are Cerro Edos. It's, there's no time like the present. We've got to get this done. The U.S. needs a new direction. First of all, it's not up to Jurgen. It should not be up to Jurgen Klinsmann to be the technical director of the entire U.S. soccer program. Stop with that. We're a nation of 310 million people. He needs to be focused on the U.S. men's national team. We're not good enough to have our uh, head coach be worried about a bunch of U13s and U11s running around in Southern California and and Northern Wyoming and Idaho. Stop. Because clearly they've been pulled apart too much. The U.S. under 20s and under 23, you know, the Olympic, we're, we're a mess. And now it's bleeding up towards our U.S. men's national team. He's got to go. And there have been many factors. Look, I've been calling for this for two years. And now everybody's on the bandwagon, of course. And I understand that. The soccer journalists in America are kind of soft. Let's be honest. It's an easy gig if you're the head coach of the U.S. men's national team. None of these guys and women really want to push him that hard. They're finally jumping on to the bandwagon of he's got to go because it's just so evident, even to people who don't want to see it. But I've been saying this for a couple years. When Jurgen told his team before the 2014 World Cup by telling all of us that they couldn't win, he should have been gone that day. There is no way that these U.S. soccer players respect Jurgen Klinsmann as a manager anymore. No way. And we see it. We see it on the pitch. But it's not physically possible. They do not respect him. He must go. You can't also allow him to stick around because we cannot miss the World Cup. Now, I know in light of our current political situation, some of you may say, well, maybe it's better if we don't go to 2018 in Russia. No, we cannot afford to miss the World Cup in America. There's no excuse for it. And now that we are Saroidos to start our CONCACAF final qualifying round, we're in a hole. Now, is, it, is it immeasurable? Is it unattainable now that we're 0-2? No, of course not. We're still going to qualify if we right the ship. And I got no faith in Jurgen Klinsmann that he's the man to right the ship right now. And more importantly, the players don't either. They showed us that. They showed us that loud and clear 23 hours and 12 minutes ago. They absolutely broadcast that from right in the heart of Costa Rica all the way back to us. And all we got to do is pay attention if you're U.S. soccer. The players on Jurgen Klinsmann's team told you without any bias or without any holding back 
we don't trust this guy anymore as our coach. They showed it to you. Now just follow through with that, U.S. soccer. Shake his hand. Tell him, thank you for your hard work. You're gone. It's not hard. This is pro sport. Why do we worry about people in their jobs in professional sports? They make millions. Now, I'm not a guy who's, you know, all for class warfare. A guy makes $2.5 million a year being the head coach of the U.S. soccer team. More power to you, Jurgen. Great. If you can get $3 million in your next contract, good for you. But we throw around these things like, oh, man, it's such a shame this coach got fired after making $12 million. You know, who cares? He'll be fine. Stop with that kind of excuse. Oh, it's just a shame. A man's job is on the line. Sorry, he's a head coach, a professional coach. Your job is to be fired when you're terrible. That's it. That's your whole job. Don't be terrible because you get fired when you're terrible. That's the job description. And then, again, going back to this argument, well, who do, who do we get if it doesn't matter? But there are a few guys we can talk about. We'll break it down here in the second half. I'm Dave Denholm. It's Soccer Weekly here on ESPN LA. You want to hit me up on Twitter, at TalkSoccer, spelled just like you would imagine. At TalkSoccer, let's keep the conversation going. Second half of the show, we will be breaking down a little bit. Who may be, if not Jurgen, and it shouldn't be, then who? Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA, 710. Dave Denholm with you. Hanging out, breaking down, and working up in the minutia that is U.S. Soccer and Jurgen Klinsman. Oh, man. We have started out with two straight losses to our World Cup qualifying campaign. And you know who else I blame about that? Not just Jurgen. I blame you. Yes, you, U.S. soccer fan. Stop being afraid of what we can be when it comes to world football. Everybody's so reliant on these, oh, my gosh, Jurgen Klinsmann was so good in his day. He must he must be the he must know more than we could possibly know. He played in Germany and was fantastic. You know what? When it comes to building a roster, if I could have 23 Jurgen Klinsmanns right now, amen. That dude was nails. He was fantastic as a player, one of the best. But as a head coach, I'd take any one of the three bums I'm looking at through the glass here at 710. They don't know anything. Love you all, by the way. Trust me. They can't do any worse. That's the point. It's time for him to go. When you reach a point, when you look at your head coach of your favorite sports team and you say, you know what, I, re I really couldn't do any worse, and you mean it, it's time for that guy to go. And it's been that time. We got uh, tweets coming in, at Talk Soccer. Ryan tweets, and I've been saying Jurgen should have been out since that horrible loss to Mexico at the Rose Bowl. Time for a change. Amen, Ryan. My buddy West L.A.T. says he's listening. Thank you, T. Appreciate that. Rush tweets in. Offer the world to Marcelo Bielsa and call it a day. Amen. And I hope you, you hope he accepts. Amen. And that brings me to my next point. Who, Denholm? That's what, that was the question I get over the last couple of years. How can you say you want to replace Jurgen Klinsmann? Who could we possibly get? First of all, a piece of lint in my pocket's good enough right now. But, you know, if we're actually talking human beings that coach soccer for a living, there's plenty. There's literally thousands we could choose from. Literally. That's not hyperbole. This is not the NBA where there's about four guys on the planet that know how to coach and three women that coach in college that know how to coach. In, in, the, in the world of basketball, there's about seven people you can pick from that actually know what they're doing. In soccer, there are thousands that could do this job. 
better than Jurgen Klinsmann is doing right now. Thousands. So go out and get one. And you know who else? And and you're going to laugh. You know, some people might say, well, this guy. No, look, we can all nitpick people. At this point, you want to turn it over to Siggy Schmidt? Yes, that's fine. At right now, he'd be better than Jurgen Klinsmann with his team. You want to turn it over to Jason Kreiss? Yes. I don't even I don't even love Jason Kreiss as a coach. Yes, better. Dom Kinnear? Fine. Rumors swirling about our man, Bruce Arena? Yeah. I don't love it because I don't want him leaving the galaxy quite yet, but for the good of the nation, better better option. There's plenty of them. There's about six, seven guys who can coach basketball in the world, men and women. There's about three people that can coach American football, and there are thousands that can coach world football right now for the U.S., Bielsa being one of them. Go get one. Anybody but Jurgen at this point. Because that's how that's what kind of dire shape we're in. And the talent is there. Stop with this well, MLS is hurting him. That's what I hear too, right? You may have even whispered it to yourself. You know how much I love MLS, so you wouldn't tell it to me to my face. But in your car as you're listening, you're probably like, well, he's right, the MLS, you know, this is hurting him. Are you insane? Look around the rest of CONCACAF. Every other team has nothing but MLS guys that are doing very well. And I don't mean that they're loaded with MLS guys, but there are guys on their roster that play in MLS right now. They're not having the problems we are. Why is that? Even Mexico with Gio Dos Santos. And certainly Mexico has had players time. You know, Rafa Marquez used to play in MLS. Ugh, I hate even saying his name. Oh, gosh. There are guys on Honduras right now. Playing very well in MLS. Doing very well for Honduras. Costa Rica. Johan Venegas, the guy who scored the first goal. By the way, when did Venegas become such a dirty... Ugh, what a what a bum he is. Such a cheat. I don't remember that while well, his time in MLS. But he's clearly not gotten worse as a player. He, he lit up John Brooks yesterday against Costa Rica when we were playing Costa Rica. John Brooks looks lost. And by the way, John Brooks does not play in MLS. He plays in the Bundesliga, okay? A great league. And John Brooks has been having a fine year for her to Berlin. It's not about MLS. There's plenty of talent here that plays in Major League Soccer for the Americans. It's Jurgen Klinsmann. It has to be at this point. It has to be. We've had teams loaded with Major League Soccer guys that played for the U.S., and we've beaten everyone in the world at some point. With MLS players. Don't give me that. It's a, it's a lazy excuse. Is Jürgen, does Jürgen Klinsmann have a roster that's loaded like Germany? No. Who does? One, two, three teams in the world? Maybe. There's more than enough talent to get the job done. That's why, in a lot of ways, it doesn't matter who they bring in. They need to make the change so we don't miss the World Cup in Russia. Because we still may... Miss out on qualifying, by the way. Even if we make a change because of the hole that Jurgen has put us in as an org- as a program, but Jurgen Klinsmann has a much better opportunity or a much better chance to send us down to where we will not qualify than if you change it up right now with eight games to go. It has to be done for the good of U.S. soccer. And you know what? If Sunil Gulati, the man who runs U.S. soccer, doesn't want to do it, then you're fired too. That's what the U.S. Soccer Board must say. Sunil, fire Jurgen today or you can pack with him.
It's just that simple. This is professional sports, people. Millions of dollars are at stake. A country not qualifying for the World Cup is at stake who's been qualifying time and time and time again now for decades. This is unacceptable. And we're going to go from the unacceptable to the bizarre, Mario. It's my favorite time of the show. You know what time it is, bro. Oh, yeah, stoppage time. Stoppage time is here, and this is so appropriate. Bosnia and Herzegovina forward Eden Dzeko playing for his country was playing against Greece in a World Cup qualifier days ago. Did you see this story? Eden Dzeko got a red card after pulling down the shorts of his opponent during the game when they got into a scrum. Now, I don't know about you, but maybe Dzeko is just a big fan of that old Fuse TV show, Pants Off, Dance Off, baby! I love Pants Off, Dance Off! Oh, that was a great show. Hey, speaking of great shows, as always... Soccer Weekly, just hitting it out of the park with you. So much reaction on Twitter. Keep it coming, at Talk Soccer. Renee Flores tweets in, maybe U.S. soccer just isn't that good. Good, but not world class. You're wrong, Renee. Love you. Thank you for listening. Leland, thank you. Christian, thank you. The media praising the U.S. national team for a good game against Mexico is part of the problem. Yeah, I agree with that. You don't want to praise them for that. Good stuff all the way around. Hit me up, at Talk Soccer. On Twitter, at Talk Soccer. Keep the conversation going. This has been Soccer Weekly. I'm Dave Dunham, hanging out with you. Coming up next, ESPN LA Rewind with Jeff Biggs here on the home of Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA.